0: everyone, welcome to Movie Films with Bill and Steve. I'm Bill. I'm Steve. Movies talk. So let's talk movies. Let's talk those movies. Steve, how are you doing this fantastic week?
1: I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing awesome. I got some news for the listeners at home. Um, Several of my films have been nominated to win uh, a few different awards from the website HorrorSociety.com.
0: Oh, that sounds great.
1: Um, Cap- um, Red Christmas has been nominated for Best Indie Horror Film of the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Z and the Terror of Leviathan has been nominated for the Best Sci-Fi Film. Going Sci-Fi up ag- Film. Yeah, going up against Guardians of the Galaxy um, and Interstellar. <laughs> so, clearly, oh, it's a, Captain Z's a shoe-in to win that category.
0: That's a really interesting voting process they have there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because like, their horror movies, they have a category for horror and a category for Indie Horror. And I appreciate but, but
0: that. Sci-fi. Just, just uh, uh, fucking all of them. <laughs> your tiny little micro-budget uh, Captain Z movie is supposed to contend with hundreds of million dollars uh, big studio films. Yep.
1: Um, but hopefully, we if enough people vote in Captain Z somehow wins, that way we can toss on the back of the Captain Z box um, better than Interstellar and Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: That would be a fact. HorrorSociety.com. With the little like the, the little olive leaves and then everything. Um, Um, And also, uh,
1: Elaine Isley has been nominated for Best Actress for her role in Captain Z and the Terror of Leviathan which is also great because her character Vipar was nominated for Best Villain which I think is fantastic because I love Vipar as a villain Mm -hmm. and I think she absolutely deserves that one and finally, Amy Wren, the star of Red Christmas was nominated for Best Newcomer
0: Good, has she been anything before she did Red Christmas? Nope,
1: uh, if she were, she wouldn't be nominated for Best Newcomer
0: why, I don't know. Like, does she? What has she done? Like acting? Why she did like theater? Vocal, like theater stuff? Okay, yeah, I, stuff. I was just curious. Um, that's odd because Captain Z would I wouldn't wouldn't quite strike me as a science fiction film.
1: Uh, me neither, but I guess it has enough elements where it's more sci-fi than straight horror that like they felt that it would belong better in the sci-fi category than the indie horror category. Yeah,
2: maybe, I can maybe. I can
1: get that. The, like, they, it needed to be nominated for something, and there wasn't enough of an indie horror to call it indie horror. So that's th- okay. it, it just got tossed there, I guess.
0: I'm sure uh, when it gets to Family Video, they'll put it in order. Probably. Because it has blood and demons. Exactly.
1: Um, So yeah, if uh, I would politely request all the listeners out there, if they go to horrorsociety.com slash awards, um, I put a link to the site already on the uh, Facebook page for Movie Films with Bill and Steve. Uh, Go to those categories, vote for my movies. You can vote every day. In fact, you can vote multiple times a day because there's a button that says click here to vote again.
0: Yeah, I saw that. So
1: if you just want to set aside a couple of hours and vote for my
0: movies a couple hundred times. Well, there's still an add-on for either Chrome or... I know Firefox had one where there's a script add-on where you can do a script and it'll run through it. So go through, set it up so it just keeps clicking those buttons over and over and over. uh, Cheat! Because I'm sure someone else is going to do it.
1: Absolutely. I'm absolutely sure someone else is going to do it, so let's also cheat.
0: Yep. Because why let them cheat when we can cheat, too? Exactly.
1: Cheaters never lose, guys. Remember...
0: That's that's true. The, look at the Patriots. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh man, those are those guys from Metal Gear Solid.
0: Yeah, the low li- li- lo- 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 lo. God, I haven't said that in years, and <laughs> I'm just uh, fucking it up. Uh, yeah, I guess that's, that 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 superb owl was on Sunday. I didn't. Um, I didn't watch it. But uh, I didn't. But thankfully, I didn't post on Facebook that I wasn't watching it. Yeah. Neither, um,
1: I. Uh, it was on. You know, around where I was, So I would peek at it once in a while because there was a rumor of a Batman Superman teaser, which was a lie.
0: No, if that was true, it would have been on the internet three days earlier. Yeah, you're right. Like every other everything Super else World trailer. That's why I didn't watch it because I'm like, well, I, I don't have cable anyways. But uh, I saw the Terminator Genesis trailer. I saw the Jurassic World trailer. I uh, guess what the Avengers Age of Ultron trailer was the same old shit. It's so the same shit. About that uh, there's the teaser for Tomorrowland. I'll just wait for a full trailer. Didn't really see anything of interest in it. Yep. Except George Clooney for some reason, I don't know. yeah. So that was uh, that was that that was the superb owl. I just uh, watched uh, New Japan wrestling instead. <laughs> How was that? It was great. They uh, I love New Japan um, on their tours. They're on their current tour for their New Beginning pay per view, which is like another kind of bigger big one. And uh, so they have like several events leading up to it on the fourteenth of this month of uh, February. Mm-hmm. And um, this particular. It, over the thirty first and the first, you know, thirty first January first of February, they had two events. Uh, one was in a gymnasium, so they have guys. It's, it, imagine this: imagine John Cena going from like you know, WrestleMania to the next pay per view being in a gymnasium at your like local high school. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's New Japan for you. That's awesome. Like, they just go, go round. You know. That's awesome. And they make it. You know, it's not, it wasn't a super fancy pay per view. It was like one setup camera, but still they 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 showed it. So it was fun. I recommend it. I still recommend the New Japan World streaming service. So I think with the uh, yen to dollar conversion, it's only eight dollars and sixty cents a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get all the pay-per-views. Um, they have tons of old stuff up there, so that's a plug for that. If you're a WWE Network subscriber, there's no reason why you shouldn't subscribe also to New Japan. Uh, don't don't let the uh, language barrier stop you from good wrestling.
1: Yeah, it's because uh, that's what I've heard that it's really good wrestling.
0: It is that's probably the best best going on right now. Uh, so um, we'll, we'll kind of slide on into our uh, regular portion of the news. News time, Steve. What do you think Disneyland is missing the most?
1: Um, I would say a uh, I nothing. Disneyland is perfect.
0: Well, what if I told you that we should take a bunch of classic rides that have forever are beloved favorites by many people? Take them, rip them out of the ground, throw them in the fucking dumpster, and put, and put in some Star Wars.
1: Uh, I mean, do you just mean like a Star Wars ride? Because I'm fine with that, because I really no, like I'm Star No,
0: I'm talking, you think Star Tours is enough? Nope, no more Star, not, not just, in, in addition to Star Tours, we're talking here, we're gonna get a whole Star Wars theme park. Oh, okay. Harry Potter ain't got shit on Han Solo, motherfuckers.
1: Well, I mean, that's a factual statement.
0: I feel I do feel like though that this is uh, purely Disney trying to one up uh, the the Harry Potter land at um, Universal Studios. I don't know what the one in California is called. Well, the Harry Potter stuff. Uh, n- there oh, is no Harry I mean? Potter in California. Oh, is is it just the Florida one? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh yeah, because
1: Universal Studios in California is literally Universal Studios, the movie studios, and they have some rides there.
0: Well, isn't the Simpsons Land in, Cali- in California? That I forget. I'm pretty positive. There's this, there's this big Springfield. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's like there's a park because they have like the Shrek ride there. No, there's a park,
1: but I mean it's very small because okay, it's that, sharing the idea. lot with the actual studios. You know. Okay,
0: that's why I got mixed up. I thought I thought they'd made a um, Harry Potter park both in Florida and California, but I, I guess it makes sense that they wouldn't do that. Um, My mistake.
1: It's probably not directly in response because they've been talking about um, a Star Wars land for years and years and years, um, rumored. And it just became more potential um, when they... I mean, like, when they bought Lucasfilm, it pretty much became confirmed that they were going to do something. Mm-hmm. But...
0: <sighs> When's the Indiana Jones uh, part coming out? I fucking agree. Well, maybe they should fix the Indiana Jones ride first. Um, I feel like anytime I hear anybody going to Disneyland, there's a tweet about the Indiana Jones breaking down.
1: I have never run into a broken down Indiana Jones, and I've been there 26 times.
0: Hey, you are. I will say you're lucky because on behalf, um, I all the you know people that we know out in California, uh, every Mm. time they go to Disneyland, they're tweeting about how many engines broke down. I mean,
1: it it might be down for like an hour or like thirty minutes or something, but it's never been like down, down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I've I've ridden it every single day I've ever been to Disneyland. No. So,
0: like, hey, you got the touch. uh, You've got the power. I got the power. Um, That's a reference. Stan Bush, respect.
1: respect. Respect. Um, so, yeah, uh, the original rumor with that whole thing was they were going to take... They were going to replace Tomorrowland with Star Wars Land. Yeah. Everyone lost their fucking minds. Yes, rightfully so. Um, mm-hmm. Because Tomorrowland was a big, big baby of Waltz, you know? And the whole concept of Tomorrow is uh, one of the big themes of Disneyland. You know, you are now entering the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and... Um, Fantasy. I forget the exact phrasing of that, but that's the that's on the fucking doors when you walk into the archway of Disneyland. You know, mm-hmm. that's the first thing you fucking read. That's what Disneyland's about. So if you get rid of Tomorrowland, that sentence immediately disappears. Because Star Wars isn't yeah. tomorrow, it's a fantasy.
0: And technically it happened a long time ago, yes. so it's the past. So where's that? Where's the, where's the tomorrow? Exactly. Go, on, go, on, go, on, go on, Disney. Um, What's so that?
1: instead, what Disney did was they... I mean, Star Wars isn't Tomorrowland, and that's fine. No Mm -hmm. one's complaining about that. Um, Ditto, they have like a Star Wars show and they just put that in Tomorrowland because they didn't have any place else to put it. And again, that's fine. No one's bitching about that. But to absolutely replace all of Tomorrowland with Star Wars land would be a huge mistake. Uh, It would be, that's not enough forward thinking. Star Wars is probably going to last for a very long time. But Tomorrowland is all encompassing. Mm-hmm. it's for everyone. Star Wars Land, um, I'm, I'm not a big Star Wars guy, I'm sure I think Star Wars Land will be fun, but I'm not going to be beating down the door to get to Star Wars Land like I would, say, Tomorrowland.
0: Yeah, what makes me interested is that they built the car, all the, the the Cars stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like, I, I, in retrospect, I'm thinking now, it's like, oh, maybe they should have done that, because mm-hmm. then that could have been where the Star Wars stuff is at, because when you really think about it, how much more legs does a, this Cars as a property have?
1: With boys... Really well Really? Like it's still selling All the car stuff Still sells really well to boys And that's why they did it I well, I agree well, with you I agree for, with you That I think Star Wars Lane Would have done better there
0: Yeah Well maybe it's, maybe it's Around here But when I worked At the time I worked at Toys R Us Is when Cars 2 came out mm-hmm. They had, they took the uh, Like the car aisle Like the hot, hot Wheels Matchbox stuff Shoved all the Hot Wheels Everything onto One side of the aisle The other side of the aisle Was nothing but Cars 2 mm-hmm. And that stuff didn't move didn't go anywhere <laughs> like the little like die cast like actual like like hot wheels like cars those would sell to guys in their 50s who collect hot wheels mm-hmm. those, yeah so you know just a quick side thing uh hot wheels collectors are the worst fucking people on earth i'm
1: willing about that
0: uh, they are assholes and they're just they're pricks fucking assholes they give uh, any any sort of they're the worst of any sort of toy collector i would i would argue mm-hmm um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, in my experience, I just never really saw cars being that hot of a thing. And even then, like it seemed like, um, I mean, it's been what three, four years since yeah, Cars two came out, mm-hmm. and then they made planes that bombed.
1: It didn't bomb. It I mean, it wasn't a huge success, but it made enough money that they immediately
0: did a sequel. Wow. Well, now you're just you shitting all over my hopes and dreams. Sorry. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Planes made money. Sorry to sorry to be the bearer of that news. Shit. Um well, how, well the the, is, the, is, is. the other thing getting back to the whole parks thing is that um on the I really like Cars Land because it is visually a treat. It looks fantastic, you know, the way they recreated the mountain and the whole street and all of the uh, buildings from the Cars movie. It looks mm-hmm. amazing and at nighttime the neons light up and it is gorgeous. It is a visual treat. The uh and I I'm glad that it exists. It's cool, it's different. But they built, like, three or four rides. I want to say three rides for the Cars Land, and, uh, you know, at first they were all busy because it was new, and these days only one of them matters. Uh, the other two never have a line. They're already thinking about taking one of those rides out because of how much it costs to maintain. Mm-hmm. So it, it... Cars Land is going to quickly, I think, become just a, oh, let's do the uh, Test Track ride. And that's it. I, I
0: wouldn't be surprised if they just go, you know what, this just didn't work. Uh, tear the fucker down. Star Wars land.
1: Especially because they also want to build a Marvel land. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, you know, there's rumors with that. Also,
1: again, you know, they the big rumor is that they're going to take out, um, Autopia and whatever the submarine ride is, because it's, it's still finding Nemo, but that's not what it was originally. Um... And replace. That's
0: really interesting to me. Uh, sorry, keep going. I'm sorry. And replace no,
1: just... that. Originally, they were saying Star Wars Land, but then they were also talking Marvel Land, but then went back to Star Wars Land. And then they're thinking about taking out this one Toy Story parking lot and making just that whole area there Marvel Land. And it's just it's huh. interesting to see what they do because they have a very limited amount of space. Like they can't really expand anymore unless they buy out a hotel and just fucking demolish that, it to the ground. You know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm that's one of the things that most impresses me with Disney is how well they use their limited space. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, like like you said, uh, Cars Land, great. It, it's great. The kids love it. Star Wars Land probably would have been a better bet there.
0: Yeah, I guess what it's weird to me. Um, I just thought about this. Like when I think of Disney, I never really thought of such. I don't know. Amusement? Par- I don't know. Like for me, I have Six Flags, and I, I love Six Flags. And Six Flags to me feels like here's lots of things, and there's all DC stuff. that's all in by Warner Brothers so i think of it that way so then when when, uh, disney's talking about shoving marvel and all this stuff into disneyland it feels like it's sullying the park in my eyes like i think of disneyland as this is hey it's disney stuff maybe i have a couple trickle trickles but it's not like a whole section of the park is devoted just to this Mm -hmm. and i feel like adding marvel and star wars makes it seem more theme on our i don't know i'm trying to say like i don't know uh um I don't know. How would you describe Six Flags to people? Like, would you say it's a theme park? Or I an would
1: say park? I would say Six Flags is an amusement park because yeah, I don't I, mean. I don't consider that there's yeah, a no, whole that, theme. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel about Disney. Then Disney's like making some Disneyland's becoming more theme, uh, uh, sorry, amusement parky and not necessarily theme parky because I feel like it's really breaking up the theme of the park.
1: Well, I mean, I see where you come. That's from. my opinion. I see yeah. where you are coming from. I disagree simply because Disney has always had it's a theme park, but every section of the park is its own theme and story. Mm-hmm. So it's already like you, know, you like you say you know you know I think of Disney stuff, but then you go to Frontierland and it's just a bunch of fucking old western shit, and it doesn't seem strictly Disney. But that's kind of the point.
0: Gotcha. Uh, I, I, I see. I guess I see that point. Yeah. It, this is in my brain adding all this other big corporate thing? No, I, I agree. Know Disney's yeah, are yeah. a big corporate thing, but at least it was a Disney corporate thing. Yeah. Now it's like here's this big Star Wars thing. There's mm-hmm. this. It just, I feel like it detracts. I think so
1: long people. as they're good with keeping it separate, that's what matters most to me.
0: Yeah, I'm invading sort downtown Disney. That's yeah, what it's, uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Like, downtown, like, Main Street should just have Mickey and Friends. Yeah. I should never, I'd never want to see Spider Man there. But, you know, when you go to this part of Innovations that has a bunch of the Marvel movie stuff, that's where you meet Captain America. And that's mm-hmm. fine. He's, you know, you don't have Thor walking around in
0: Fantasyland. Oh, he should be. Because <laughs> he, he is a fantasy. He is a fantasy. Okay, well, moving on. Uh, we're kind of talking about Netflix a little bit again this week. Uh, Netflix is uh, raising $1.5 billion in debt to invest big in content acquisitions and more. Uh, so they're, uh, from my understanding, they are um, just going to go $1.5 billion in debt to make more original content.
1: I don't know why they're doing this.
0: You know, uh, it's interesting because um, this article and all of other things talk like their stocks went down a bit. Their... Uh, debt rating has been lowered uh like it's like people aren't taking the news too well which i guess should be expected but i feel like most of netflix's content is reliant on movie studios and other content creators who could very at a drop of a hat decide you know what we're gonna seek other avenues of releasing our content Mm -hmm. and then what the fuck is netflix gonna do right do you really think people are gonna pay ten dollars a month just to watch uh they spend one day like uh uh, straight mainlining um, Marco Polo. House of Cards, House of Cards, or yeah. Orange is the New Black, or something like
1: that. Yeah, I mean, like like I said in our last time when we talked about this, I get them wanting to make original content <laughs> in general, because again, mm-hmm. it's kind of like HBO or Showtime making original shows. It's just a little extra kick to get people to subscribe to you since there's competition. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, if, uh, between HBO, like let's just compare HBO and Showtime. You know, they both just have movies but HBO made this original series you can only see it on HBO so you might be more willing to pay for HBO than get HBO, than get Showtime mm-hmm. so it's Netflix trying to do this with Orange is the New Black especially uh, since that was probably somewhat cheap to make by comparison at least of what they're spending now Yeah. <laughs> um, you know you got, you got all these online services to stream TV shows and movies but Netflix has Orange is the New Black
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I get it I don't get why they're spending over a billion dollars on original programming. I don't know how many new subscriptions they think they're going to get from people that don't already have these subscriptions.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's where I kind of get it. It's like I don't I don't think they can get that many more people watching Netflix that already are. Mm-hmm. Which even then I hear all the time I I don't know but I don't know what the subscription numbers are for netflix Mm -hmm. but a lot of times i hear plenty of people saying they're dropping netflix or you know people are so fickle that it's not like a continual thing that people are sticking with like you know i mean they because hbo is packaged in with so many cable deals that if you want certain channels it just comes with it so most people are just going to keep getting it with their cable package and then even hbo is moving towards potentially doing its own um subscription service Mm -hmm. um
1: HBO Which, Go, I think it is.
0: Well, that's Go is if you already have, if like if you're on Comcast and you have HBO, you can use HBO Go on like your Xbox and stuff to watch HBO programming on demand. But that's that's if you already have subscription through your cable provider. Yeah. They're talking about going routes of making their own service. Uh, yeah, I, and I, they
1: should because t- cable television is dying.
0: Oh, it is. It absolutely is, and it's because over it's just the way the dumb monopoly that Comcast and um, Time Warner. Oh, are the,
1: they did it to themselves.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and people don't uh, the model for cable just doesn't as it existed is not necessary nowadays between online viewing you have Hulu you have Netflix you have um, all these other uh, channels that are provided through stuff like the Roku stick or your your Chromecast or mm-hmm. the Amazon uh, Fire TV stick all this stuff like all these major companies are going their own separate route for providing that way you can piecemeal like hey I only want HBO and I only want WWE Network boom I have all my stuff needed I don't need Pay, that's why I don't have cable because I don't see the need of it. Because every, every show I watch or Rachel watches, it's easily available legally through uh, Studios' websites. Like if you want to watch a show on Fox, it's either going to be on Fox's website or it's going to be on Hulu. Um, you know, any all that stuff. And the only reason I don't have a Hulu Plus account is that I can't see the point of paying a subscription to still get ads. I agree. I, that's my only. I point. would be more I mean, okay with it, it if it was yeah.
1: just one ad at the beginning of the episode. But when I'm mm-hmm. getting ads throughout the episode and it's just like fucking watching it on television anyway, then what's the point? Yeah,
0: exactly. That's probably my own. I Charge I more money that,
1: um, to your to the advertisers to show less ads.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate the fact that I can go back and watch every season of SNL. Like, there's lots of content there. I appreciate. But I just feel I just hate the fact that I'm already paying a subscription service and still having ads shoved down my I throat. I agree. But that's yeah. that's just my point. If I so yeah, if I, I win days to
1: Deizu Hulu, I like it. You know, if someone gives me a Hulu gift card, I will use it. But I don't subscribe to it for that
0: reason. Yeah, I do. I don't either. I'm very stingy when it comes to my subscriptions. Like I said, I have um, WWE Network and New Japan because they're providing stuff that. Well, if you're if you want to watch any wrestling in America with WWE Network, there's no reason not to have the network because you basically get every pay per view for ten dollars. hmm which is, is a whole other thing. But it's basically said, "Hey, WrestleMania is worth ten dollars." Yeah. Instead of you know, instead of paying eighty dollars to your cable provider, you can just pay ten dollars for that month and then cancel your subscription. So you just bought WrestleMania for ten dollars. That, that, that says a lot about the industry for right now, for sure. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I'd be interested to see um, how well this handle Netflix handles this. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm cynical, I guess. I don't know how well it, they'll take it but yeah that that's a lot of money especially yeah especially the, the market is just growing and growing with subscription services mm-hmm. and netflix you're i all the time i see like i said i used to see people dropping it or complaining because netflix doesn't keep content up right like king of the hill i mentioned king of the hill king of the hill is always the big one i see plenty of people complain about how it was on netflix and it wasn't but that's that's the whole Listen to the last episode about if you want to hear complaints about uh, <laughs> material. Uh, so, uh, speaking of Netflix, um, this this harks back to the same problem we bring up all the time. Teasers for the teaser. <laughs> uh, the Marvel's Deadpool show that is coming to Netflix. You said Deadpool show. Oh, I'm sorry, Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool Daredevil. I don't give a fuck. Shit. Daredevil. Marvel's Daredevil. Um... They released a 15-second teaser for the teaser trailer that is coming out later this week. It'll probably be out by the time this episode goes on. For the tel-
1: for the show that will tease other shows and
0: movies. Yeah, the show that will tease other Yo, dog. Aren't <laughs> you, do you like teases? teasers? So we create a teaser so it can tease your teasers. Um, Yeah, I'm interested to see how well these Marvel shows do on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we'll wait and see.
1: There yeah, it I, it's just, I, I hate teasers for the teasers. This whole let's have a trailer for the trailer thing is really stupid. Just post the fucking trailer. Yeah. You're going to get, yeah. lo- I, there's no way they get even more attention by doing this, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: everyone There are less people that care about the teaser for the teaser, and those people are going to see the actual teaser
0: anyway. It's, well it's funny like the promotion the promotion um, marketing I say. marketing for Daredevil has been like here's a poster mm-hmm. here's a gif of the poster being animated like an animated poster and it's, it's like oh, what, what, what are you doing you really think this stuff works right just tell just tell me you're making it release a trailer and then people come you don't need to fucking e- you don't need to edge out that pre com people fucking know what they're getting into this is the internet people knew you were making this series months before you even put, set up a camera and started shooting mm-hmm you're not you know i don't uh and other uh, great news about television uh there's been uh, we're getting to the time of year where a lot of networks are ordering pilots i discovered that abc is ordering a pilot for an uncle buck adaptation uh why (laughs) (laughs) uh i i have nothing to add to that (laughs) um i mean i know this can be said about a lot of things that get remade into television shows or get pilots ordered like there's 1313 mockingbird lane uh, uh why 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 would you think it, was, it would be okay to like reimagine the monsters in this fashion
1: well that at least makes more sense because at least that was originally a show um and they just said well what if we tried to do a show again that at least makes yeah. sense
0: well it's funny because the monsters already did that they had the monsters yeah. today in the late 80s 90s which is very good yeah um but you know yeah but taking this happened uh, ferris bueller's day off had the same had a show as well which is funny i because i think oh man i got mixed up i know it was parker lewis can't parker lewis can't lose i think it's the name of it fuck i'm sorry if i'm mixing it up But it's been watched i talked about it but I, I know there was also like a ferris bueller show I, that didn't do very well mm-hmm. like that. so that's i don't understand how you could ex- stretch uncle buck into a sitcom right i don't i don't get it i don't see this making it out of pilot or you know what i can ex- i i wouldn't be surprised if um tbs picks it up for like one season because mm-hmm. tbs it. has been doing that tbs is just picking up the most horrendous fucking shows i mean not saying NBC. i don't know from what, I, what little i saw of last season's nbc's pickups they weren't too bad i don't know i don't i think like network television in general just doesn't hit it for me mm-hmm. um and more reasons i just don't have cable i don't know I mean, it's not Doctor Who. I guess I just don't fucking watch it.
1: <laughs>
0: I, that's, that's the truth. I, I, the only show, other show I was watching was Bordock Empire, that ended, and that's it. Yeah. So now I'm just still waiting every year for the one season of Doctor Who. I, I stopped watching Community. Didn't get. I didn't watch last season or the season before that. Season six is coming out. Woo! They just lost me. But... Television. Ooh, he, yeah. Seriously. That's the thing. Uh, and last bit of news I thought was rather silly. Uh, I guess we have to hit our quota of uh, shitting on Joss Whedon a little bit. Yeah. Um, he's talking about misogyny in superhero movies, and he cites Lucy as a huge step forward. Yeah, a huge step forward. Huge step forward. Uh, a movie that was panned by French everybody. Um, it, it was a... I'll try... Uh, yeah, it's this whole, like, interview he had. He's just trying to cite how... Everyone citing like Hunger Games and Frozen, which is I, I can't believe people With someone to cite Frozen and like this big big list of female driven films that have been coming been coming out. Hey, it's a Disney film with the princess. They have been making those forever. Yep. Don't don't try to cite that as some big like example as wh- as to how like they need to they need to. We've been on this a big... for a
1: while already. Mulan did it first. Yeah. <laughs> Before Frozen um, and other movies have done it first. Pocahontas was a pretty independent woman that didn't need no man that's
0: fucking right well this all comes because the usual and i agree with this to a point i understand i at least i should i say i agree as in i understand the studio's logic the studios are stubborn as fuck in a lot of regards and then stupid how they kind of go the opposite route in some ways but john Whedon's lashing out about how the studios can't keep claiming that films like uh catwoman electra and such which funny they don't bring up super super uh, super girl because that was also a bomb yeah um that's saying you can't keep going back to those saying why we can't have female superhero like lead films. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, well the studios, they lost money on those, so then while why uh take a risk on something that's gonna cost ten you know, probably over a hundred million dollars, easy, on something that's not guaranteed, like the male superhero films are making bank gangbusters. Why change? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that if Wonder Woman makes money and the Captain Marvel movie makes money, Hollywood will start making more of them. Right, it, it's all it's all based on money. Yep. So, um, he's he seems to be pretty hardcore in feminism and stuff, um, which is funny because I feel like he is terrible writing uh, women. Yeah.
1: Except, I mean, I'll give him Buffy, which yeah, is ar- which of... is arguable, but I'll give him Buffy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. sure, but like uh, there was he uh, did this huge ultra like supportive Anita Sarkeesian thing, and I don't want to get into an Anita Sarkeesian argument at all. But yeah. he did a huge, like, support for her because she allegedly was threatened or something, um, which may have been turned out to not be true. Or not! Who knows? We're not talking about that. <laughs> but uh, he was, like, crazy in support of her without apparently even, like, understanding what her arguments or any of her statements were. So someone actually did a video that used all of Anita's yeah. own arguments about what's wrong with video games, except turned it on to Whedon's own movies, and, like, every example was in Whedon's films. Yeah, And like exactly. and the guy was even just like, yeah, I'm not shitting on Whedon, but he's blindly supporting her just because she's linked with feminism, but if we use her own logic, she would hate Whedon's movies just as much for being so anti-feminist as she claims video games are. Yep. Um, which I think is a really important point to make whenever he's talking about misogyny and stuff, because again, like, fucking, yeah, Scarlet Witch kind of made an appearance in Avengers. Sure. Um, and, you know, you got, you got all these people, and I'm getting really tired of it bitching about you know there's no wonder woman movie but marvel's making a movie with the talking tree as if like weirdness equals equality and it doesn't because when you fucking look at it then you look at the dc cinematic universe versus the marvel cinematic universe wonder woman will be uh the third dc cinematic universe movie um uh third or fourth well it
0: depends on man of steel
1: man of steel batman superman then justice league then the wonder woman right
0: Mm, I'm pretty sure Suicide Squad is coming out after um, Batman v Superman. Mm, okay, you're right. So. Hey, guys, go back to our like first episode and relook at that schedule we okay, talked about. I'll say fifth.
1: I know it's right after Justice League. So. It's pretty quick. So, editor. yeah, DC's first uh, female lead movie, fifth film. Marvel's first female lead movie is their 19th. Yep. So, well, let's just have that talk for its fucking self.
0: No, because DC can't get together. All their movies are going to be shit. We haven't seen anything of it, but it's going to be shit, trust it's gonna me. It's going to be super shit. I am the, I'm, I'm the internet right now. Mm-hmm. Grrrr, DC, your movies are shit. It's because, you know why your movies are shit? Because I've been hearing about this Justice League movie <laughs> since like 2007, guys. So uh, clearly, it's never coming out. Because, mm-hmm. because, 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 it didn't come out. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was joking, but I've heard people actually say this in earnest. Absolutely. Uh, they, they can kiss my ass. Yeah, I don't I don't like any time Joss Whedon opens his mouth. Then there's stuff about him talking about he wants to leave the Marvel films and create. He, go back to doing something on his own. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that always works do. out perfect for you, Joss. Please do. Please leave. Get someone else in there. Get Just get James Gunn. Have James Gunn do everything. Have James really Gunn do everything. <laughs> I agree with Cause that. Because while, while I had some issues with Guardians, it was definitely one of the best Marvel films. Yep,
1: And it's because of Gunn, not because of anything
0: else. It was absolutely because of Gunn. You cannot tell me otherwise. I will fight you on <laughs> anybody on that if they try to say... That I'm sure somebody out there will go. Well, uh, Joss Whedon's effect on the Marvel Universe is the uh, reason that Guardians is, uh, is that as good as it is. I will, I will throw punch you. <laughs> Just immediately don't throw even, punch you. Don't you dare, solely James Gunn. He has worked too hard in the in making you know little films, relatively, to finally make it big, and and put Lloyd Kaufman on a giant screen in the film in over you know thousands of theaters. Mm-hmm. To have you shit on him. but uh, speaking of Lloyd Kaufman, as we uh, move on <laughs> to his uh, uh, more dubious uh, counterpart in the uh, VHS boom of the '80s and '90s, uh, we're talking Charles Band and more specifically Full Moon Entertainment. Yes,
1: let's talk Full Moon.
0: Now, Steve, as we get into this, uh, what was your first expect like, first memory of anything Full Moon related? My,
1: my first Full Moon is. Uh, puppet master
0: is it puppet it master? is puppet
1: master uh i was a f- I... that was definitely my first uh and then puppet master two and then puppet master three i actually got to see them in order which is fantastic
0: you know oddly enough um i want to say trying to think back of course i want to say it's my first experience with the uh, full moon is either doll man or ghoulies okay I want to say I I I'm pretty positive Puppet Master came a bit later. Like I remember seeing the um, the film. I think I remember seeing Doll Man, either Dollman or Ghoulies, one of the two. Because mm-hmm. I remember I remember them pretty clearly from my young from my childhood. But I remember I think I saw Puppet Master on like Cinemax, like uh, like after that. Right. So that yeah, so you know obviously I, I feel like if people around our age, people who grew up in the '90s, I feel have seen a lot of Full Moon films. Mm-hmm. Because they were definitely uh, all over the the VHS, all over the uh, video stores, right? And uh, and so I rented all. Yeah, I was a very avid renter of um, of Full Moon Films and things like that. Um, as we uh, kind of get into this, are there any? Uh, I, guess, uh, I guess I guess I just brought one. Uh, have you have you seen Doll Man?
1: I've of course I've seen Dollman and Dollman versus yeah. Demonic Toys, the vastly amazing sequel that chronologically it makes no sense story-wise with the first film
0: oh you mean uh hi yeah, man um okay well let's just, just um <laughs> let's start off first with doll man uh doll man uh, just cut it sim- simple is that tim thomerson plays a um, badass cop from an alien world uh chasing a fugitive he goes through a portal like a temporal loop like thing i don't know thing that brings him to earth yeah, whatever <laughs> because of the shift from his planet to our planet he's only twelve inches tall yes. on our planet thus the title doll man yes uh he has a badass fucking gun that on his world would like nuke dudes and blow them to pieces mm-hmm. in our world because even though it's a tiny gun still blows guys a piece blow guys, blows guys away mm-hmm. um it's a very early uh jackie earl haley film yes who plays like the lead gangster of like, this area that he, um the woman who takes in uh, uh Tim- um timmerson's uh character i think it's bardo yeah whatever uh, tim Thomason, sorry i can't get his name wrong here um yeah bardo uh she, he's trying to protect her all the stuff you know wins the day all those things oh man great film uh from your memory steve what was your kind of favorite part of that film uh mm,
1: was the dollhouse in the sequel
0: yeah. Okay, so not that.
1: Uh, I just the whole dollhouse idea is just like one of those things that are so fucking brilliant. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's as simple as it is. Um, mm.
0: It's fine if nothing really jumps to mind immediately. I I, yeah,
1: I, I always <laughs> laugh when Sprug just gets squashed.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: I think that that would be my go-to. That's a good
0: one actually for me for me man i um tim thomerson's fucking badass all shit oh yeah like uh being in the film he's like just there's a hostage situation he just strolls in there, like not giving any shits like he's like i'm just gonna do my laundry <laughs> <laughs> but no like i th- oh, mean the things that stick out to me the most is just the um the practical effects like him and the when he's on his home planet the big shootout between these gangster guys how he shoots them with that gun and like they just like explode in gore yeah everywhere yeah yeah it's like I, I so over
1: really, the top and
0: saying. i really liked that uh so then um it's uh it's early you know full moon it's 1991. i would say the it looks pretty good it does it's, it's aged actually pretty well yeah it has um i i know it's e if for those trying to find it you can find it on most like multi packs uh for instance on my pack it has dollman demonic toys and then dollman versus demonic toys not bad channel Oh, I was about to say. Oddly enough, does not include bad channels, uh, but we I can get to that here in a moment. Um, there was uh, following uh, Doll Man. I guess we should just go in kind of order here. So there's Doll then there's Demonic Toys. Yes, which I uh, love. I love Demonic Toys. Really, I. I mean, not
1: I not like, always for the good reasons.
0: No, that's <laughs> like let let me
1: I'll establish that. that. I'm not like this is a quality film, guys.
0: No, it's a fun film. Yeah, it's I fun. It. It doesn't matter like doesn't matter if it's. You know, good, bad, whatever. It's fun. Um, yeah, I just uh, actually rewatched that just this past weekend, kind of preparing for this with my wife. Uh, she had some choice words to say about <laughs> it. Uh, so, demonic toys. Uh, man, where to start? It um, is really.
1: It was them trying to recreate the magic that they made with Puppet Master. I feel. You think so? I think like not necessarily like directly, Like let's rip off our own movie. Just like oh, this was an uh, idea. What if we do an idea kind of like that? Except said, now they're demons. And they probably mm-hmm. like learned a lot of things like, oh, like this was cheap to do because it's a because we were using toys, this was easier to do because they were toys instead of like other actors. So it probably mm-hmm. kind of evolved from there, like let's you know, it was so easy to do this and this and this with Puffmaster, so let's do this now with this idea.
0: And they just man, like the, Everything's the, the story for it. <laughs> story for it's strange. Um, and there's a kid, they have a kid, child actor that they're overdubbing. Oh yeah. The dubbing is so perfect. Uh, Kid, uh, is so smug and like he's like putting his fingers together, like, We have such. Pl-. I, I want to I imagine this kid to stand, like, Yeah, we have lots of plans for you, and then the overdub's like, We have such plans for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess the general gist of demonic toys is uh, there's a cop, two cops, one's female, one's male, they're partners both romantically and on the force, apparently. Um, they're busting a gun running, gun running dudes, uh, her well, female. The male partner, male cop, gets shot. Yeah. Female cop, cop chases a guy into this uh, factory, shoots the guy's like henchmen. I guess he falls in the particular spot where the demon has been lying for sixty six years. Yeah. <laughs> and this toy, like abandoned toy, like not abandoned, like this toy overflow warehouse. Mm-hmm. And like the the demon brings life to these toys. <laughs> these toys that I feel like nobody should have any problem overpowering yep (laughs) that's the funniest damn thing about this film watching it like there's this big burly fat security cop who's like bah my life's perfect i sit on my ass all day i eat chicken and read porn and watch movies which he's watching puppet master which i thought was yeah uh, funny which Um, is weird because they also
1: fight each other which means they take place in the same universe and then someone made a puppet master movie
0: you are putting way too much faith in the production of full movies. No, nope. they, they have very.
1: I'm sure they have very strict story canon.
0: So, uh, so is, is 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 Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong canon to Demonic Toys versus Puppet Master? It Man has Spirit? to be. It has to be. Can cannot be. I wonder if that's also canon with pre-hysteria. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> so, um, like the one scene where the security card dies, he's like attacked by the jack-in-the-box like clown snake which is annoying as fuck i feel like they like we made this effect we really got to show it off but it's like attacking him like the stuffed bear is like knocking him over and like all stuff like this this guy weighs like 300 pounds he should be able to like overpower these all of them stupid toys they're all so
1: silly i'll give the -the jack-in-the-box some credit if he wraps around like someone's neck yeah, uh, but literally wasn't, wasn't doing a good job of that. yeah but literally all the other toys can just be picked up and thrown
0: <laughs> i'm a baby doll i have a knife but i i, I can't get, quite get to you too well but i got to you and i'm stabbing you <laughs> ex, like at one point an ex, exhibition exhibition exposition girl shows up and then she is just is killed by a couple light stabbings in the eye with like a nail oh yeah she just falls over dead oh no exposition girl not no. exposition girl um i guess the main, just the demon wants to be reborn again I, I think the whole effect of like the flashback of the demon's origins is hilarious and silly it's like this woman gave birth to this really shitty looking like demon baby mm-hmm. prop that didn't come to life at all these these this lady and this doctor has some trick-or-treaters come to the door and they hand them the baby wrapped up in a blanket like don't they don't tell him what it is <laughs> and they tell them just go to bury it someplace so it can grow up big and strong and so the kids just say okay yeah they, sure they go and they get to this spot and they're opening their bags they open up this like piece of cloth and see the dead carcass of this demon baby you scream and just flop it behind them <laughs> And the effect and the sound effect, they give it a bit squashing, makes it sound like it's such an insignificant piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then the demon's upset because they built a toy warehouse on top of it, and it's been only 66 years for Halloween night, so they can impregnate this female cop's s- baby that's in her, in her, and man, a <laughs> movie.
1: It's a great movie. It is the, it's, it's probably the most well-written movie of the 90s.
0: Oh, of all the 90s? Yeah. Huh. I, I I can't find any fault in that logic. <laughs> it's true. Every other movie in the '90s is shit. Every
1: other movie in the '90s
0: is shit. Did you see Philadelphia? Uh, I I
1: saw that it tried to rip off the of demonic toys.
0: I'm sorry if it comes out later that that wasn't in the '90s and my head is in the '90s. Yeah, I'm pretty so it's sure in the it's 90s. the '90s. It was probably like
1: '92 or '91. Yeah, write the show if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Prove us wrong.
0: Yeah yeah, Philadelphia. Fuck it. Um, That's at the very it's, least
1: it's, it's probably the best written movie about toys being demonic uh, in 1992.
0: Probably. That sounds about right.
1: Because <laughs> I would um, put Dollman versus Demonic Toys above this movie. Mostly because of Dollman.
0: Uh, man, I'm going to have some choice words about that here shortly. Okay. Um, so, and then uh, Dollman vs. Dem- uh, Demonic Toys is a the only film I know of that's a sequel to three other films. We've already mentioned Dollman, Demonic Toys, and then there's a film called Bad Channels. Which is
1: just like a sci- a parody sci-fi movie.
0: It is. About a... I have to say, I still... I, that's one of the things I... I haven't seen Bad Channels in a while, but... Um, like i instantly re- like re- remember like watching it on monster vision i feel like um and i remember that alien costume mm-hmm. like it's just like a normal like black suit but then like this big asteroid head <laughs> for the alien and i remember i like, love that design um but basically the gist is that the alien wants to take i think wants to take women back to his home planet so he seduces these uh, particular girls in this town and then shrinks them down to little glass vials and then by the end of the film, one chick isn't released. I, from my understanding, it's not the the, the girl that's that's not um, unshrunk at the end of Bad Channels. is not the right character. That's not. I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. The girl that gets shrunk in Bad Channels at the end that's still shrunk is not the same character. That's also that's in Dollman Man versus Demonic Toys. It's kind of supposed to be,
1: but they change her name and kind of retcon who yeah, it is. Yeah, that, that's that's not yeah. good.
0: That. So. Um, but Dollman shows know, up yeah, in the is... in a
1: post-credit scene in Bad Channels, looking for the girl that was shrunk down.
0: Oh, does he? Yeah, I, it's, I need to pick. Yeah, up that's
1: how girl it's that's how it's it like out. the uh, crossover. Like uh, you know, Bad Channels comes out and then just out of fucking nowhere, the post-credit scene is Dollman being like, "I'm looking for Bunny. I heard she was yeah, shrunk." Yeah, because that's, that's
0: how kind of um, Dollman vs. Demonic Toys starts. He's just walking along the highway, and so I guess was getting a Dollman vs. Demonic Toys. Unless you have something particular to say about Bad Channels. Nope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna. I gotta be really harsh to Dollman vs. Demonic Toys. If you wanna say some positive things right off the bat, we can do that. Um, I like uh, Tim Thomerson as uh, Bardo. He's the best thing about this movie. Absolutely. Um, And I feel like that's where my positives end.
1: I mean, I mostly agree. I just love him so much that it makes me really enjoy the film.
0: Yeah, so Dollman vs. Demonic Toys is uh, on the box, it says it's 62 minutes. Uh, it is not sixty-two minutes. It is fifty-five minutes. Perfect. And uh, Rachel was complaining about this, and I was finding it to be a bit uh, a bit much as well. Uh, the opening credits are five minutes of long. Of course, they are. <laughs> and then there are flashbacks to each individual film. So the main cop lady from uh, Demonic Toys is in this. There's a flashback that basically sums up the first movie. Yeah. That's a good four minutes. Yep. Then Doll Man guess what there's a flashback <laughs> to like summarizing that movie gotta make this a feature minutes. and then there's uh bad, even bad channels gets like the girl summarizes bad channels in a five in like a four minutes so like over half the uh, just about half the movie mm-hmm. if not more in half the movie you know is nothing but summing up these three other movies And yeah. not really doing much with this movie Which makes sense because the, st- the story For Dollman vs. Demonic Toys Is garbage Yeah, It's just dumb silliness I don't, like, oh, there's a bum The bum slips, falls over I guess even though they banished the demon In the first one It can still be summoned again Well,
1: yeah, that's how demons work
0: And, after, and this film takes place a year after uh, Demonic Toys Yes and in that time, the the even though in the first film, the demon said it took him like sixty six years to summon up enough strength to like empower these toys. After that, it takes like just like a couple days. It takes takes a year at this point just to so it puts his soul in the baby doll, who's gonna fuck bunny <laughs> to create a baby like a like oh wait you're gonna create a baby demon but that demon's gonna be tiny is this what you want I don't <laughs> uh, I
1: don't know what you want a little tiny demon yeah
0: and this is definitely the film that shows us how weak the dolls are because um uh, tim thomerson's just blowing them the fuck away as he
1: should and that's what's so fun about it yeah <clears throat> well with, with Which, the release I, of demonic toys 2 um because of the timeline and the way the story of demonic toys 2 goes um doll man versus demonic toys takes place after demonic
0: toys 2 oh i haven't seen demonic toys 2 i actually i it's terrible it I looks terrible just in the box and plus it looks like a newer full moon film, oh it is yeah. I don't they aren't very good um so i just didn't even i didn't i've no I, I have no reason to ever watch it yeah so
1: uh so uh the demonic toys have come back multiple times
0: yeah have you now i um i'm sure we for those who are wondering why we're not talking too much about puppet master we fully plan to have an episode dedicated to that later down the line because it feels like it needs it, yeah. not just shoehorning it in here. Um, but did, real quick, like, have you seen... I I also haven't seen Demonic Toys vs. Puppet Master. I own that movie. Or, how is uh,
1: it? It's okay. Um, okay, uh, that's what I expect. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I, it's better than Dollman vs. Demonic Toys. I'll give it that. Okay. I mean, it has a okay. legitimate plot. Uh, Corey Feldman is in it, and he's actually really fun. That's good. Uh, you know, he plays Robert Toulon, the great grandnephew of Andre Toulon. Oh. Um... And you know its whole, uh, you know, it's uh, has to do with Christmas and the Seaboard Corporation oh. with demo- making these demonic toys and a whole shebang, and they fight demons and shit, and the puppets get slightly updated um, weapons and stuff. Cool. Um, but I mean, it's okay. It's like I said, it's better than *Demonic vs. Demonic Toys*. Um, po- I mean, potentially the best *Demonic Toys* movie, which uh, is not. A testament to how good this movie is, and more so a testament to how bad the Demonic Toys movies are.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh-huh. I always wanted to see, like, uh, I, I mean, when I think about it, I don't know how well it would work, like a Doll Man versus uh, uh, Puppet Master. Mm-hmm. I was always sad they didn't get that yeah. one made. Because even growing up, because I'd seen these movies growing up, I had them on tape and everything, I was always wondering why they didn't go that route. hmm like do like a doll like i don't know demonic toys versus doll man versus puppet master yeah
1: three-way brawl
0: three way brawl or you know just or i guess i like, like it's funny like the um full moon did a lot did crossovers like that but never did anything else set with mm-hmm.
2: it
0: like there was no i don't know like creepazoids with bad channels or reanimate like from empire's days i guess i don't know how the legality would work like reanimator versus creepazoids right. or i don't know I don't know about that, but other, I guess we could I slide on over some other full moon things. There are, of course, the uh, night nine Trancers films. <laughs> I uh, love Trancers. You know, can you, we you want to talk about Transfers? Because I, I fully admit I have, I think I've seen the first one. I think. If I have, it's probably been 15 years. Uh, I, as a, uh, with the rest of the films, I don't know. I don't even think I have enough time in my lifetime to watch all the Transfers films. Um,
1: I only saw Transfers two. I didn't even see <laughs> Transfers <laughs> one. <laughs>
0: oh, how was Transfers two then? I mean,
1: it was kind of fun, and I never watched it again. Which you know, that's full moon for you.
0: That is full <laughs> moon for you. Um, I guess some of the other big series is the um, the subspecies series. Uh, if you want to find a vamp- kind of vampire series that finds more ridiculous ways to bring back a vampire than like the um, Christopher Lee Dra- Hammer Dracula films, uh, the subspecies series is for you <laughs> uh, there's a, the first film is interesting because it has um, Angus Scrimm plays like a vampire overlord mm-hmm. who has a son I uh, it's been a while so I might get this fuzzy, but basically the main character that becomes the series is Radu who's this vampire who's super ugly and deformed Mm -hmm. and the series he he just keeps popping up like one film he'll get hit by sunlight and blow up into flames and fall off a cliff and then get impaled on a tree (laughs) and then somehow he'll come back to life and then like something else silly will happen at the end of the next film there's something there's five or six no maybe there's only four or five four or five subspecies films and each one of them they finding some different way to kill radu it's fun just absolutely. to see all the different ways radu dies absolutely and uh think damn it he, he gets like a woman that uh to become in, like kind of in a, a rather abusive relationship <laughs> i guess this is twilight before twilight um i forget her name uh i think it's lillian no it's michelle it's michelle okay. he basically like seduces a girl named michelle and like he's like fawning over her and like all this other weird stuff and he says it terribly abusive things to her and she's always really upset throughout the entire film and the like the title of the film doesn't make a lot of sense it's called subspecies and like they don't really quite say what the subspecies is like at one point radu cuts off his fingers and these little like um stop motion animation uh like demon things come to life that do little tasks kind of they're barely in the film it's like is that the subspecies i don't know (laughs) yeah that's a that's 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 some species, that's species. for ya. uh it is available the first film is on blu-ray uh for ten dollars check it out i guess i have to start giving some credit to full moon um they have been releasing their old films on blu-ray and good releases and too honestly like they yeah, are like, like
1: legitimately properly remastering them and stuff which is way more effort than i would have ever guessed charles band would have ever done but we'll get into that
0: yeah, but uh, that, and then the move away from I guess, I guess there's also the Ginger Dead Man movies. The um, first one was fun. First one's fun. Avoid the rest because it's definitely the first one has Gary Busey in it, and he also voices the the titled uh, Ginger Dead yeah. Man, and it has some interesting things. It's kind of dumb. The sequels are just awful. Mm-hmm. Very indicative of modern Full Moon for sure. Even though I think they were made a earlier, and then there's of course the Evil Bong films. The evil Bong
1: films. I've never seen any of those
0: nope okay uh i feel like i feel like man i don't man i'm gonna give trauma some pluses oh it shit i like, seems like full moon wanted to make films kind of like trauma made films but they didn't quite get it mm. i feel like i even with trauma i feel like there's some some i don't know um charm okay. to it. i mean Meanwhile, full moon's films are just garbage like i think the most recent evil bong film it's just like filmed in the full moon offices <laughs> like it's so like they just don't give a shit they don't give it. a shit
1: is that the evil bong versus ginger dead man the other crossover film
0: yeah i i when i saw that i saw they made that uh i think made it a couple years ago i saw that it's like i really upset me that they crossed those over but there was never a Dollman versus puppet master mm-hmm. or anything else of doll man i feel like doll man was an interesting series they could have done something with but then admittedly full moon's fashion they probably would have just ran it straight to the fucking absolutely. ground absolutely um but like some other bits of full moon um in the early 90s before there was really a market for children's entertainment on vhs um this this gets brought up a lot like let's just i hop around a little bit um charles band um i I guess you can say he was an innovator Mm -hmm. but i when you when you look at it now it just seems like he was just a greedy, greedy prick asshole, which i guess can go hand in hand let's let's say um he he was right there with lord kaufman right the video video boom yeah you know k- get get all the money from the vi- uh, from video rentals and everything because everyone there was just not enough content to satisfy the consumers once. right so let's just kick some shit super- out absolutely um so in like his mind or i guess not in mine but they got to a point where he's like oh let's just do something for kids so the first um Released under the Moonbeam entertainment which is full moon's like um kid friendly ki- teen, early teens kids line uh was the pre-hysteria film series mm-hmm. uh which is notable because at the time it came out the first film made more money than any other full moon title it made a hundred million dollars in rental sales yeah that's a lot of money especially in uh 1993 yeah so, a film about itty-bitty little, like, miniature dinosaurs <laughs> named after musicians. And honestly, it was a fun that some movie. Kids find. Yeah, I, I mean, like it Yeah,
1: I like it. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, again, it hasn't aged well because it was a fucking sh- direct-to-video fucking release, and it's never been a remastered or re-released, so it looks terrible wherever you watch it. But, like, mm-hmm. as a movie, it still works. Like, I got yeah, no I major complaints Easter about films.
0: it. I watched all three of them. And there was another film called Dragon World uh, that was, like, in front of all of the prehistoric films as like a trailer mm-hmm. uh like you know i remember the ad for that all the time that that's also out there i mean sadly you know it's it's some interesting discussion at least about these like these kids films um i definitely think there'd be a market for them especially for nostalgia factor yeah but it's, it's so interesting to me that uh full moon and charles band have not done anything with these movies i don't think any uh from my from what little i've, I've admittedly looked up I don't, and even from Full Moon's website, I don't think a single Moonbeam Entertainment, like from the or- early '90s, the old kids' films. I don't think any of them are on DVD because none of the prehistoric films are. Dragon World isn't. I don't think the Josh Kirby films. I don't think anything is on DVD, uh, I, which is, which is, is so know, strange to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so strange to me. I don't know if there's just not enough capital there. They just don't think there's enough interest. Yeah, they probably they're just but, probably afraid of losing money
1: because he's such a great.
0: Uh, he is a brick. But he was, uh, yeah, he has no problem. Oh, we already talked about the fucking wizard video bullshit. Yeah. Let's rip off people with that garbage. Uh, let's make sure that you can get uh, all the subspecies films on Blu-ray, <laughs> widescreen Blu-ray releases. But <laughs> anything else? No, no, you go, get out of here, buddy. Um, uh, Full Moon also did uh, some um, sexy films. I th- I forget the name. I know it's now under um, Surrender Cinema. Are you thinking of Torchlight? Think, uh, Surrender Erotica. Torchlight, yeah, Torchlight, yeah, Torchlight yeah, Torch was the name of the uh, their like skin, like their, I guess their soft core kind yeah. of uh, Cinemax late night type movie. Which I mean, is it's anybody... a great field
1: to get into because there was money there, but they never mm-hmm. did it
0: well or correctly. Oh no, but you can definitely anybody listening to this around our age will know uh, going to family, any video store and seeing the box for Female yen. like all these like all the films that they made, like those boxes that like, everyone saw. Mm-hmm. You, you know what they are. You know, you know what they are. They are. You know where they are, but yeah, there's a uh, you know I'm looking at a couple. I know there's a uh, 12 dB Surrender Cinema Archive box set. Oh boy, for 45 dollars, you get the Erotic Leprechaun.
2: Perfect.
0: Oh, Is that what that says? Oh shit, no, sorry. It's the Erotic sorry Erotic Leprechaun would have been a, actually that doesn't sound too far let's off. Let's make that, let's that movie right
1: list. now, Bill.
0: Let's let's get on that. We need a dwarf
1: leprechaun. woman.
0: We'll get we'll get work Davis right on it. <laughs>
1: He'd work. Uh, on then it.
0: you get the female in One and Two. Uh, virtual encounters one and mm. two the exotic time machine one and two the exotic house of wax <laughs> hidden beauties the awakening <laughs> lolita 2000 ah. uh dungeon of desire virgins of sherwood forest and pleasure craft mm,
1: pleasure craft that's a good that one That
0: sounds like a major deal for some mid-90s softcore perfect from from uh full moon let's get on this so that's, that's a treat um, Oh, Jesus
1: <laughs> Nothing um, to say about that No,
0: nothing <laughs> to say They are exactly what they think they are They're poorly written stories, cheaply made films With some tits and some softcore porn action Just to make a quick buck Because there was a market there and Either VHS sales or selling to Cinemax um, yeah,
1: cause it, it, yeah, the poorly written, poorly shot Everything uh, really sticks with me Because I really like what Pop Cinema does with their Skinamax stuff, because their stuff is legitimately really funny all of the time. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they're the ones that made Spider-Babe, Lord of the G-Strings, Kinky Kong. I could put on almost any of their softcore porn parodies, and legitimately have a good time with them.
0: Yeah, I, I know the uh, Lord of the G-Strings film is pretty mm-hmm. funny. It, like, they it, always they, have a really
1: clear, good sense of humor about themselves, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's that. clear
0: that uh, making like a uh, comedy film is like the first for, first and foremost task, and then I guess comedy parody yeah. And then Then you know Cause that's what the, That's what they're gonna sell on Is just some tits And some softcore porn yeah. Action So let's toss that in there And so it works Works I guess they I guess it did work I don't know if they still Their like.
1: Batman porn parody That has terrible Shitty costumes And way worse cameras Is a thousand times better Than Axel Braun's Batman porn parody
0: Oh that's sad too. Yeah <laughs> Cause as we talk about Cause Axel Braun has a lot of money He cares obviously But his stories are shit Just because it, because they're just having to put in way too much fucking. Yeah. So I mean, Evan Stone, I love you. You're trying your your hardest, <laughs> uh. um, but you know, come on. come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, Axel Braun, figure it out. I don't think his Superman film ever came out. At least I've never. I've seen also it never seen it anywhere. Also, that, see, that, see that
1: remember that Wonder Woman image from two years ago.
0: Yeah, the Kim- I think it was Kimberly Kane. I Think I got her name wrong, but I apologize. Yeah, I was Wonder Woman. That was a great costume. She looked good in it. Um, yeah i don't i never saw it. i think she just that, that came up because she was in the man of steel porn parody mm-hmm. but that don't never saw that come out never saw a trailer for it so i assume it never yep. came out so I used to watch the trailers and get the gist of okay this is what's gonna be and i don't even bother watching it because whatever yeah i i'm either one other i've
1: i have dealt with enough fucking, fucking yeah i've dealt with enough of his fucking and it is it's boring sex too but we're not talking about axel today
0: yeah, so let's, just, let's talk a little bit about Charles Bann. Let's talk about Charles Bann, that piece and of dog shit. And the things he's shit. done. Um, I know we've... Uh, I, I, let's just read we'll Red Tread Ground a bit. There's some... The Wizard Video debacle. There's his That box set bullshit. Yes, that Paramount's like, oh, we still own the distribution rights for this. No, you don't. And courts say, yeah, we do. You own the films, but we own the distribution rights. I, I assume things have been worked oh. out, because now he can sell things, but... Several years ago, he was definitely not allowed definitely to sell things. He was just doing it anyways. Fuck it. Um, fuck it. I'll make some money. I'll, I'll make enough to cover my ass, but then pay them off a yeah. little bit. Um, I mean, I I don't know. Like, I don't even know how I would describe. I, I guess he's just a prick, money gripping prick who then wants to say, I can't make low budget movies anymore, and for him I guess he can't work under $100,000. Yeah, because
1: that's the thing, like I mean, uh, everyone knows I have plenty of fucking problems with Troma and Lloyd Mm Kaufman especially, but when Lloyd recently said that he can't, he doesn't think Troma can make any more original movies because they can't raise the money for it, I believe that because, right. I mean, for as shitty as Troma does treat its employees and everything, uh, they do work at pretty fucking low budgets for a lot of stuff. I mean, like, granted, like, I think Return of Nukem High had a decent-sized budget. Um, because...
0: It looked looked good from a, the one trailer I saw where a dude was flapping his dick all over the yeah, place. Yeah, I, I
1: really liked that trailer, too, up until that point that I was just like, oh, right, <laughs> Choma stopped being quirky and just started trying to be offensive.
0: Yeah, that's, 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 that's what killed me, too, when I saw that trailer. I was like, oh, this doesn't look too bad. Oh, there's a... Overweight dude just flapping his dick everywhere and someone's guy someone's, someone's yep. face. Okay, eight. great. Nah,
1: let's just skip this Thanks. fucking movie then. Um, <laughs> but like with Lloyd, like I believe that he's running short of money. That he, you know, trauma. I wouldn't say trauma's broke, but they just legitimately can't afford to do anything again. When Charles mm-hmm. Band says it, my brain goes, "Go fuck yourself. You have so much money that okay. like if you can make any movie. You just don't want to spend a small amount of money on it."
0: he just doesn't want to risk yeah, it you don't want to risk it but his his arguments that's like i can't you know, we just can't afford to do it i can't put a hundred thousand dollars in a film because then who am i going to sell it to netflix only gives like twelve hundred dollars which granted netflix and yeah that months, that statement
1: ma- is true but that doesn't but maybe
0: maybe you should uh you mean know, i you know, i've seen recent full moon films you know they they can't cost that cannot cost a hundred thousand dollars yeah they're filming in their offices they're like even like you if you try to tell me uh, like <clears throat> oh david dakota you gave us such great films like Pupmaster master 3 but now you're making films like santa's summer house mm-hmm. or a talking cat <laughs> if you told me those films cost a hundred thousand dollars i would uh punch you in the face i would not believe you i believe you but punch it, in the face
1: for wasting the money
0: no <laughs> <laughs> shit because those films are literally filmed in david dakota's house and with bad actors they, they're probably shot in three days and then they're just slapped on dvds so they be sold in a red box mm-hmm. so if, if that's the kind of movies charles band's talking about he's full of shit he needs to learn to work on a tighter budget maybe yeah um yeah absolutely try to figure it out i mean you you guys make great films at a tenth of the price of charles band's oh, thank films, you and, and even less than that yeah and so, I, 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 and a lot of indie, that's what the indie horror scene is right now. Like, super micro budgets are maximizing what they can do. With prosumer technology now, you can, that's, this went back to like when the Star Wars Episode 7 trailer dropped, the teaser trailer dropped. People are like, aren't impressed with it because fan films have been able to do that for a couple of years mm-hmm. now. Make films of that high quality. And so, like, it's like the initial cost for equipment is expensive, but once you get it, you can make films that look fantastic. Yeah. You just have to, you just have to work around either practical effects, or I guess if you. Yeah, I mean, he could CG spend forty thousand
1: dollars on a bunch of really good equipment, and then make like which I assume he already has, right? And then make five really good-looking movies for like ten to twenty grand instead of one exactly. movie for a hundred thousand. But that, yeah, I mean, but that language is alien to Charles Band, which is stupid because he's a low budget. He should be a low budget kind of guy. You know, he's not Hollywood. Like, Hollywood wastes Mm -hmm. money all the time, and I get that, you know. And, like, there's stories of Kevin Smith where, you know, he's trying to make wall rats, and he's, like, explaining to the producers, like, well, no, I mean, I can do all this, all of this for, like, $60,000. Why are you giving me these millions of dollars? And, like, their response is, this is a real movie. Like, because they they can't understand the concept that things can cost less. But Band should be used to working on a tight budget. And somehow he's not. Which
0: which is funny because. uh, in recent years it seems like some of the biggest i mean obviously like yeah music gardens of the galaxy but there are plenty of films that don't cost very much they end up making a lot of yeah. money i mean i'll go back to paranormal activity i film cost sixty thousand dollars and made what like f- over like a hundred like, well i don't know a hundred million dollars yeah. like i mean i, I know that might be too much money but it made a fucking ass load of money and that keeps happening there's lots of films of pretty low budget by hollywood even by hollywood standards mm-hmm um, that are making lots of money, and I—it's so funny. that studios just feel the need to keep pumping money into things. Right. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think Charles Band's a prick asshole um, who rips people off. I, pr- I I will I will appreciate that he puts films uh, like some films out on Blu-ray. They're not that expensive. Yeah, I, he, I they, they these re-releases
1: are for the very right price. Like, I mean, I got the Puppet Master one through three Blu-ray set. It was twenty dollars. For
0: yeah, you can. Yeah, is that was I assume that's on Amazon or something? Uh, I mean, that was straight from their website. Oh, their website now has it uh, for thirty five. Oh, okay, well then,
1: that, when it first came out, maybe it was like a sale since it first came out or something.
0: Yeah, either either even thirty five like, bucks for say, three Blu-rays. I would say because those are the best. Those are the best films in the franchise. Yeah, a little 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 preview of a upcoming Absolutely. show. <laughs> but but I mean, yeah, I mean, these re-releases, you look, you look the, the prices were
1: okay generally.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I mean,
1: I won't, um, I don't shit on him for that. Uh, he uh, he fucks people over, but from what I hear, he actually does treat his actual employees pretty well. Which is yeah, good. and that's super important. You know, that's really good. You know, like for you know, if we're keep going with this whole Full Moon versus Trauma comparison, Trauma the way he treats his employees, I refuse to ever give a Trauma movie my money because of how he treats mm-hmm. everyone that works on set and his employees, and how much he fucking expects them to do for how much for how little money that they get. But I've heard... But they're working for trauma. Yeah. Oh, but I'm working for trauma! So, you know, I do re- have some respect for Bam. You know, he treats his employees okay. You know, people that work on his movies uh, get paid. At least I've never heard anything to the... you know, otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, give the devil its due.
0: But. Holy shit, Charles ban Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> I'll go to the site and see the fucking Wizard Video Big Box VHS's uh, there's a subscription, down payment on all thirty six titles, released four per month, for only six hundred dollars. That's it. For six hundred dollars, you can get reproduction tapes and reproduction boxes, uh, but not be told the reproduction. Oh no, that's a legit, and Real, they are super real. And then, meanwhile, he's stealing. He's basically ripping off all these people who made these films because. You know, he hasn't paid them anything because he has video rights. Because he's such an innovator, and he was trying to argue these rights of people who didn't know what mm-hmm. they're doing, and argue this blah blah blah. I don't know. Uh, and in in the end, there are some great film. There are some great Fullman films. If you want some cheap schlocky crap, I mean, I, not any crap. There are some good films. I will recommend Oblivion is basically uh, Cowboys vs. Aliens that made in the nineties about a western town in space it was silly and a lot of fun i recommend that mm-hmm. um i oh, shit i don't remember if i don't think robot jocks was released by full moon it might have been empire i might be mistaken mm-hmm. but i know crash and burn was by full moon obviously there's several puppet master films doll man
1: um, i will say full moon has more good movies than Troma. But Absolutely. I do think that you're correct in the sense that If you comp- compare their entire libraries Troma is at least charming And knows what it is Where at times Full Moon is just shit
0: Full, Yeah Full Moon is just cheap Schlocky garbage And I guess there's a fan base that eats it up I mean they, they keep making evil bong movies And ginger Deadman* man mm-hmm. movies Those are the money makers so who, Those are the money makers clearly um, So I don't know But I guess that'll be that for today. We will pick this topic up a little bit while down the road. So in the meantime, guys, just go ahead and watch all those Puppet Master films and anticipate the day we finally talk about it. So, uh, as always, guys, you can find us at moviefilmsatbillandsteve.tumblr.com. You can email us at moviefilmsatbillandsteve.gmail.com. And you can find us on our Facebook. uh, Just search for Movie Films at Bill and Steve. Uh, You can find all our updates, whatever cool stuff we post and things like that. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter at @lovablebill. Uh, Steve? Uh, You can find my movies at
1: www.silverspotlights.com or at facebook.com slash silverspotlightfilms. Please check them out.
0: And again, uh, you can vote for the awards at which website? Uh,
1: Horrorsociety.com slash awards. And again, that link is on the uh, Bill and Steve Facebook page. I tossed it on there earlier in the week. And you can also find the link at the Silver Silver Spotlight Facebook page as well. Uh, Please vote for all my movies. I have listed the categories in which things to vote for Uh, vote 100 times a day guys
0: cool that sounds fantastic well guys as always I've been I have always been Steve and we're out of here I couldn't think of a full moon line me either damn it